Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord yet one more time. Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together and give the Lord some praise this morning. We want to welcome you this morning to our in-person service as well as our live stream service on the first Sunday of March. Amen. We've kind of made it through the winter a little bit. Amen. We ought to be praising, thanking God for making it through. Amen. I don't even know if I had my shovel out this year. Amen. But I'm praising God and thanking him for it, for all of his blessings. The Bible says in Psalm 150, to praise ye the Lord and praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power and praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's lift up in song this morning. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Thank you. 
giving honor to God, all saints assembled to the ministerial staff, two months, live stream, I, I, I appreciate the resources, but ain't nothing like live person, live and in person, it's good to be back, and one thing I've learned in the course of my being on the sideline, I'm too close. I'm too close to heaven to turn around now. And I know that I've had some saints here praying for me. And as I told Sister Arba when I walked in, I said, I ain't running around yet. But it's coming. It's coming. Lord has been good. And I'm a witness. Going to trust him and obey. And I'm going to encourage everybody to follow his instructions to the letter because you don't want to be on the wrong side of the Lord. He can harden and he can soften hearts. But in our case, continue to soften our hearts. Let us pray. Eternal God, oh gracious Heavenly Father, I especially want to thank you for this day. A day in which you've allowed me to stand in front of my church family. I thank you, Lord, for the breath of life. I thank you for the breath of life that you've instilled on my church family. Lord, I thank you for their prayers. And I thank you for them in person as well as live stream. Lord, we... We thank you this morning for your son, Jesus Christ. The price that he paid on Calvary for the remission of our sins. We thank you, Father God, for he got up on that third day and said, no more. I do this in remembrance of everyone. So, Lord, we thank you this morning for your grace, your mercy, and especially your peace in this chaotic world. We pray, Father God, right now that we can lift you up. 
We don't want to struggle lifting you up. We just want to lift you up higher and higher. Lord, we bless you for blessing us. We bless you for keeping us in the hollow of your hand. We bless you for the trials and tribulations that allow us to see you more clearly. We trust you, Father God, that you will continue to focus our attention on your son, Jesus Christ. Because we can't get to heaven without praising God for Jesus' return. So, Lord, bless us now as we go into this worship experience. Bless our pastor as he comes with a word from on high. Somebody in our midst, live stream as well as in person, needs to hear a word from the Lord. There is a word from the Lord. And I encourage everyone to open up their hearts. Lose the distractions of the world. And let's just praise him the best way we know how. Bless our families. Bless our homes from which we come. Bless the sick and shut in. And especially this morning, Father God, I want you to put a hand of protection and strength on Sister Hamlet on Sister Tressa. Let them know that beside you there is none other. And Lord, we're going to be careful to give you the praise and the honor and glory as we continue to bless your holy name. It's all these things that we ask and then some. In the precious name of our Lord, let everyone say amen. 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 And amen. remain standing as today is the first Sunday of March and this is our custom to commune one with the other the responsive reading is the Lord's Supper for I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he break it and said Take ye, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And drink this cup do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger and eat, 
that ye come not together unto condemnation, and the rest will I set in order when I come. This is the word of the Lord. God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Please remain standing with me the hymn says we'll understand it better by and by but i'm gonna tell you we'll overstand better by and by
understand it better by and by. Yes, sir. Amen. God bless you, man. <laughs> amen. Let the church say amen. We'll understand it better by and by. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. We certainly are happy to have uh, Reverend Toller back joining us. Amen. God is still in the blessing business. And so we're certainly grateful and thankful for him. And Reverend Jackson, amen. And uh, we just want to give God praise and thank God for all of his blessings. Amen. Amen. We're going to have our welcome this morning by uh, Deacon and Deaconess uh, Robin and Nancy Busby. Amen. Good morning, family. We are so grateful for everyone that is in our sanctuary and for those online. For anyone that's online because of uh, illness or situations, uh, we just pray that uh, God meets your needs on that and uh, returns you to us safely soon. Welcome is a word. It can be said in many different ways. Next month will be our seventh year starting here. It's been the best seven years of our lives, I think. But you know, welcome as just a word really doesn't mean a whole lot. When we were coming here the first time, we were in a desert. The world is that desert. And the dunes of hatred, anger, greed, thievery, they're spreading across this land. But you know what? Second Baptist Church is an oasis in the middle of that desert. Clearest, bluest water you could ever want. And the most exciting thing is, it's filled with treasure. There's a treasure chest just like this in that water. And our three pastors, they had the key to unlock this chest. Rubies, emeralds, diamonds, golden nuggets. <laughs> the rubies are the love of Christ that he sacrificed his blood for. The emeralds are like compassion. Diamonds, like mercy. And gold, the wisdom. There is nothing more precious than what's in this treasure chest. And these men study, prepare themselves, because they're giving away this treasure. And if you would like some of this treasure, it's here every Sunday. So that's the kind of welcome we offer you. Come in out of the desert. Come in and enjoy the water, the cool, refreshing water, and partake of the treasure. Something else I wanted to say, and I can't think of it. Do you know what that is? Oh, okay. <laughs> we have a saying here at Second Baptist. The first time you come, you're a visitor. The second time, you're family. Amen. We are glad to see everyone here, and I uh, hope you all enjoy the service. God bless Amen. you. Amen. Welcome Amen. to the family. Amen. Amen. Let church say amen. amen. We want to thank... 
Deacon Robin and Deaconess Nancy Busby, amen, for that uh, beautiful uh, welcome. And for those of you who are watching my live stream as well, you know that uh, we are excited that you are joining with us on this day, amen. Listen, we want you to remember our 2023 church theme, amen, which is that we are together in Christ. You know, as we go through the course of this year, uh, we're folk, everything that we we're going to do we're focusing on this theme that you and i we all are together in christ amen we also want to remind you that for our christ and cultural humility uh journey that is going to pick back up on the fourth sunday here of march on march the 26th we're going to ask that you be kind to stay after service amen we have a great time of fellowship uh and learning with you uh, this is an opportunity for us to learn more about one another, amen. You know, we come to church and we have a very diverse uh, congregation and that uh, it's a beautiful thing to learn and know about one another, amen. So please mark that on your calendar and then you see as well on the fourth Sunday of April on the 23rd that uh, we will have another session, amen. Many of you have certainly heard uh, about the earthquake that took place in uh, Turkey and, and Syria. And uh, those who had uh, lost their lives, and matter of fact, I'm not even sure what the count is up to now. And I know it was over in the 40-something uh, thousands that have lost their lives. And so uh, we want to be a blessing to those who are in need. If, if you can just, if we were to put ourselves in their shoes and to realize you have no home, uh, to go to, uh, may have lost loved ones, and so they're in need. We went to, through on behalf of our mission board, to take up a special offering on next Sunday, on March the 12th, that we might be a blessing uh, to those who are in need uh, there in, in Turkey and Syria. We all know that we're living in some troubling times, and there's going to be a whole lot of things coming down the road. If you read your Bible, you know that we are in the beginnings of this, but it's moving rapidly. And so we want to, God has laid upon our hearts to be a blessing. And that's what God's called us to do as a church, to be able to bless others, those who are in need. And so we're going to ask that on, if you prepare yourself for next Sunday, uh, to put a little extra in, amen, and just designate it for missions, that we might be a blessing then to those in need. Uh, we're in the Lenten season now, and as we're heading uh, there towards that Holy Week, uh, we are this year uh, having on Good Friday a seven last words of Christ uh, service that we're going to have. It's going to start at 12 noon, amen. We're going to have seven preachers that's going to preach on uh, one of the words of the cross. So I want you to put that on your calendar now, amen. That is Friday, Good Friday. That is April the 7th. Uh, starting at 12 noon. I'm not going to tell you, you should know how many hours Christ was on the cross, amen. Uh, so I'm going to let you look that up uh, for yourself because I don't want to tell you how long the service is going to be, amen. But we started at 12. And so Christ was on the cross for three hours, amen. And so we're going to be here. We're going to lift up the name of the Lord, amen. So please mark that on your calendar for Good Friday, our seven last words of Christ, amen. I also wanted to share with you that uh, Reverend Toler mentioned uh, praying for Sister Hamlin and Sister Tressa, amen, who uh, both had some medical difficulties on last week, and, and so Sister Tressa is doing much better. Uh, Sister Hamlin is not with us uh, for today. She's uh, having uh, heart problems again, and so um, 
She was in hospital for this week. Sister Tressa was in hospital. They've both been released. And so we would ask for you to continue to keep them in prayer. Uh, we know that God is a healer. God is a provider, amen, and he's able to do all things. And so uh, we are trusting in the Lord, amen. We know that God is going to take good care of them, amen. It's our time for giving, amen. For those of you who are here in person, uh, we have our offertory box that's located in the back of the church. And so uh, before you leave today or when you came in, I know some probably deposited their tithes and offerings, but before you leave today, please make sure that you deposit your tithes and your offering uh, in our offertory box. For those of you who are watching by live stream, if you would just click on the Tithely button there uh, on the website, you are able to submit your tithes and offerings there or those who would like to send it in by mail that please make sure that you do so as well. So we're thanking God for all of his blessings, and let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to be able to give back to you. Thank you, Lord, both for the gift and the giver. We ask God that you continue to bless those that gave, bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we pray that you would help us to be the stewards that you have called us to be, that we may be able to utilize that which is given, that we may build up your kingdom while we are here on earth. For we ask these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray that the church say, amen, amen. We're going to be blessed in song, amen. Pastor Paul and Zanisha, I heard them in here rehearsing earlier, and they ready to get it, amen. Come on, let's welcome and thank God for Pastor Paul and Zanisha and Chris. Bound because I'm 
Look to the Lord. Father, we recognize that prayer is an avenue by which your power flows through the river of prayers. We thank you for that. Sometimes it's hard for us to remember that it's not our will, but your will. We pray within your will. You have blessed us with a, our third pastor being healed enough to be back with us, and we thank you so much for that. Those rivers of prayers have really released your power. We've mentioned two other ladies of our church who are in need of your assistance, Father, and we commit them to you. We look forward to seeing your answer to these prayers. In association with that, Father, you again have given us three men who are so faithful for you. They love this congregation. They love their sheep. And I don't know that we could ever find three better shepherds in this community. They give you their time. It's a sacrifice, Lord. They don't just sit and read a, uh, 
a cliff note book and say, this is what this message is supposed to say. They study it. They want to know what you have for them so that they can then turn it back to us as a gift. So bless them for that, Father. We ask that you would protect their households. So many times, thieves come in the back door or back window. And we ask that you put a hedge of thistle around all the families, children, grandchildren, wives. Take care of them, Father. We know that you are the one that has all the power. We know that you are the one that we pray to. No stone image, no carved image, but a true and living God. One that was willing to let us understand better who you were when you came down in the form of a man called Jesus. And we thank you for that revelation, Father. Through your Holy Spirit, we have worshipped you today in praise, in song, And Lord, we just ask that you would accept it as a sweet aroma, an incense that would rise to you, because we praise and worship the one that is worth it and worthy of it. That is you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen.
time church where that song is not resonating with a lot of people in our world they think everything else is God they claiming everything he's looking at trees and all kinds of things they claim that's God amen how many of you know that there is only one God amen there is there is pastor Paul and Zanisha we thank them amen for that song and uh, they switched it up they said there is God then they said that he is God amen how many of you know that he is God all by himself that he alone is God amen let's look to the Lord in prayer he is he is God Lord beside you there stand none other Lord as we have come on this day Lord we've just come to say thank you Lord for allowing us to experience a brand new day. God, we realize that this day was not promised to us. But Lord, we are ever so glad, we are grateful, we are thankful, God, that you saw fit to touch us this morning, to wake us up, Lord, and to allow us to come into your house and to lift up your precious and your holy name. We thank you, God, for your love, we thank you for your son, Jesus the Christ, Lord, who willingly gave his life on the cross that we may have life and have it abundantly. There is, there is God. Lord, we ask that upon your word coming forth, Lord, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins, that Lord, upon hearing your word, Father, we pray that someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. He is, he is, he is God. Amen. You know, I was listening to Deacon Busby and his welcome and, and his prayer and he was holding up God's word the Bible you know you don't even see folk with Bibles much anymore amen I, I know we in the technological age amen and many of us probably have probably 10 Bibles at our home you know uh, some of them uh, probably haven't had a dusting in a while amen 
you know, the, the family Bible. We had talked about that one other time that I'm not sure if we even have those family Bibles anymore. Amen. I know we still have one at our home, but many probably don't have it. But I want to say this, that the word of God that Deacon Busby had lifted up and, and God's people are under attack, unlike any time, I believe, in our history. People have moved away from God and his teachings. We've taken God's word out of most areas of our lives. We've taken God's word, the Bible, out of our schools. We've taken it out of our homes. We've taken it out of our offices. And I hate to say it, that many times today, God's word has even been taken out of the church. Amen. It's not unusual to have people get in your face and confront you regarding God's word, the Bible. Uh, you know those folk who like to, they know one scripture in the Bible. They want to bring that up to you and want to start an argument. If anybody ever been in, I don't even want to call it an argument, amen, just a discussion with somebody who wanted to argue with you or discuss the Bible, amen. And, and you knew within one minute they didn't have a clue what they were talking about, amen. May not have ever even opened up the Bible. But it's not unusual in this time in which we're living to have people confront you regarding God's word, amen. Many will tell you today that God's word is just made up, that it's just uh, fake news, amen, and that it's just another fairy tale. And the sad part about it is that many times, many of us don't stand up for God, amen, when people are confronting God's word. Many times we don't let people know that God's word, the Bible, is real and that it can help to turn their lives around, amen. I want to share a word with you this morning found in the New Testament book of 2 Timothy. In the fourth chapter, I want to lift this morning verses 1 through 8. If you all be so kind just to stand with me, amen. This is NIV translation, and the Apostle Paul was sharing with Timothy, who many of you know was a young minister, and he's sharing with him the importance and why it's important of preaching God's word no matter what time that we're in, no matter the season, amen, no matter if people want to hear it or not. And he also lets us know that we can't hide from God's word, amen, when it's under attack. And we should not be afraid to tell the world about God's word and that you believe in his word. Amen. Listen, if you will, to the words that are recorded there. For the word of God says that in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who would judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, 
Keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time of my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Amen. I want to lift that third verse of that text. Listen to what it says. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Amen. I want you to turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, tell him this. You got to tell it like it is. Come on and turn to your neighbor on the other side and tell him you got to tell it like it is. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You got to tell it. Some of y'all like to say like it is. Amen. You got to tell it like it is. Amen. You know, this is an awesome and a wonderful text that we have. Anytime the Apostle Paul is sharing a word with somebody, there's something good that's going to come out of it. Amen. And our text this morning paints for us what I believe is a very accurate picture of the times that we find ourselves presently living in. Amen. It gives us, I believe, church, an example of what we're seeing every day around us. Even though Paul here, he's specifically speaking to Timothy, who was a young preacher, I believe that this passage is also relevant for the body of Christ as a whole. That means for you and I today, amen. And even though Paul is trying to tell Timothy about the church folk of his day, amen, I believe this scenario fits very comfortably into where we are today, amen, in some or in many congregations today. Because many folks in the church live right here in the midst of this text, amen. I believe it's a prime example of what Paul is trying to tell Timothy and to warn him about. Now, when I looked at this text and, and I looked at our world today, and it's easy to see that there are many people who don't want to hear the word of God, amen. You go ahead and mention God somewhere and see what happens, amen. Matter of fact, they don't have, people for the most part don't have a problem if you mention about God, but if you mention Jesus Christ, amen. You ever notice that the whole conversation changes when you bring up Jesus Christ? See, because for them, when you talk about God, to, them, to a lot of folk, God means everything. God can mean these lights, and you know what I mean? It can mean the piano, amen. It can mean anything for people today. But when you bring up Jesus Christ, amen, then folk don't want to talk to you. They get mad, you know what I mean? The attitude change and, and all these types of things will go on, amen. And even in the church, what happens many times is that a lot of times folks want to be entertained. They want to be amused and they want to be pacified, amen? Sometimes they want to shout and cut a step just for the sake of doing it, just to be able to say that we had church. Church, amen, somebody? Sometimes we want to shout and holler for the preacher and they can't tell you what the preacher even talked about, amen? 
But at the end of the service, somebody say, child, did he preach? You don't even know what he preached about. Amen, somebody. I've discovered, church, that these people have religion, but they don't have a relationship. Amen. They have some gravy, but they don't have no meat. Amen in here, somebody. And the question I want to really ask you this morning, uh, do you have religion or relationship? Amen. And the truth is, it is an important question because we need to know the difference between religion and relationship. Amen. You see, religion is what you do over and over. Religion is what you do continuously. It's those rituals that you have. It's the customs that you have. It's the habitual activities. Matter of fact, the Bible says even the devil is religious. Amen? Now, the Bible says that the devil walks around seeking whom it is that he can devour. He is constantly or religiously going around looking for you and for me so that he can take you out. Amen? How many of you know that the devil's on the prowl right now trying to see if he's going to destroy something in your life? Amen. Religion is what you do habitually. But relationship is something altogether different. Amen. You see, relationship is about a connection. It's about an association between you and something else. Religion and relationship is the kinship that exists between you and someone else. Amen? Relationship, church, is the camaraderie. It's the companionship that exists between you and those that you are close to. Amen? So, church, in order to have a relationship, there has to be first a fellowship. Let me, let me say that again. Before you can have a relationship, there has to be a fellowship. Amen? And so what I'm trying to tell you, church, is that you need to do more than just religion. Amen? You need to do more than just a habit. You need to have a relationship with God. Pastor Paul Zanisa just sang that song that he is. He is God. Amen? You need to have a relationship with the God that they're talking about. And why? Because there are some dangers in just simply having religion and no relationship. You're going to find yourself in trouble. You see that when you only have religion and not relationship, you can't handle the storms that come in your life. Amen, somebody. If you only have religion and not relationship, you can't deal with the tough times that come in your lives. Amen. When you only have religion and not a relationship, you're not going to be able to persevere in the midst of adversity. Amen? Amen. You won't be able to deal with the attacks of the enemy. Amen? Amen. Because your faith will become faulty. Mm. And your praise will become passive. Right. And your witness will become weak and your testimony going to become tired. Amen? Amen? And so Paul paints for us in this text. He paints a picture of what happens to those who only have religion and no relationship. Amen. Now, I want you to look what he says the problem is in verse 3 of our text. Amen. We read that. Matter of fact, I had it read twice just so that we can hear it. Amen. But listen to what he says the problem is in our text. He says, for the time will come when people will not put up church with sound doctrine. Amen. 
A time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Amen? And to endure church means to hold oneself up against. It figuratively means to put up with or to tolerate or accept. Amen? And doctrine means the instruction or the function of learning and teaching. You see, religious folks only want what makes them feel good and sound good. Amen? So instead of turning then to the word of God, they get caught up in the meaningless discussions and all of that other junk that you have to deal with them about. Amen? Amen. They get caught up in trying to find something. Uh, you ever have somebody say to you, well, it says this in the Bible. Amen? And they go pull out one passage of scripture or one sentence or one word. Amen? They say, well, it says it right there in the Bible. And then you know what my response is? Did you read the context of what it's saying? Because if you all read God's word, you know Jesus was a little sarcastic at times, amen? When you come to him with old crazy questions, Jesus will flip it right back on you, ask you the same little foolish question you just asked, amen? Just for you to understand that you up there talking crazy, amen? And so instead of learning the word, they get caught up in all of this foolishness, amen? But I want you to listen to what the Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 2, and what we should be, Amen? The Bible says that we ought to be like newborn babes, that we ought to crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your what? In your salvation, amen? Church, the reason that most folks can't progress in God is because they refuse to learn and live by his word, amen? That's what happens. And many of those that do are satisfied with only having the milk of his word. Amen. They don't want to stay with the, on the basics and not get deep into God's word. You need to touch somebody and tell them, tell them to come to Bible study. Amen. Come to Bible study. You see, relationship involves getting to know the one that you will have a relationship with. Amen. Relationships require intimacy. Now, when we hear intimacy, we start talking about thinking sex, amen, uh, all the time. But we're talking about a time of closeness, a time of familiarity, a time of confidence. And the only way to have a relationship with God is to know him, amen, and to know about his word. That's the only way you can have a relationship with God. You've got to know him for yourself, amen. The text says that they refuse the word. And that they relish what in what is wrong, amen? And that's really where the world is right now. The world is relishing in the wrong things, amen? amen. All time focusing on all of this uh, craziness in the world instead of focusing on what God wants them to do. And the truth is, church, that when you relish in something, it means that you enjoy it. Yeah. It means that you delight in it. It means that you savor in it or you take pleasure in it, Amen. And the truth is, the pleasures of this world, you know what the pleasures of the world are like, Reverend Jackson? It's like cotton candy. Y'all like cotton candy? <laughs> Amen to hear somebody? You know, it looks good. It's all fluffed up, and it's tasty. But when you bite into it, you discover it ain't nothing but air. Amen. Matter of fact, you get mad for what you spent for it, and it just dissipates so quickly. See, the problem is, church, that the world pleases us too easily. We like the world. Amen. And all of this living and all of this kind of stuff that's going on. Our problem is, is that the world pleases us, church, too easily. Amen? Amen? That's why it is that we spend money 
on things we don't have, on things we don't need to impress people we don't even like. Amen. Because we're caught up in the world. The world pleases us too easily. Amen. If you look back on that uh, last part there of uh, verse 3, uh, Dick, if you go back to verse 3 for me and look at the latter part there on verse 3, if you see it, listen what it says about them having itchy ears. Amen. That they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want them to hear. Amen. Church, that's really like us today. Folks are searching for someone to tell them what they want to hear. Amen. We have churches and all today, but I'm telling you, they may be packed and full and, and flowing out the door. You know why some of that is? Because some of you in there telling them what they want to hear. Nobody's challenging them about their salvation, amen, and they're not challenging them about their sin and the need to correct the sin in their lives, amen. They're looking for somebody to tell them what they want to hear. That's why they're going to this conference and that conference. Uh, they got this kind of healing thing going over here. Well, this is new. Let me go over here. I got the itchy ears. Amen. I want to do something new, have something new. What they need to do is to get in God's word. Amen. Tell your neighbor, just study your Bible. Run around by looking for, going to uh, places, looking for old tapes and CDs and all of that stuff. Amen. Trying to get some new revelation. But tell your neighbor, just develop a prayer life. Just develop a prayer life. The word says that they'll have itching ears, and they're going to heap for themselves teachers, and they're easily impressed by all kind of theatrics and showmanship and charisma. Amen? That's why it is now. And if you look at churches today, you're not going to see churches that, that have that cross on there or have that spirit from the Holy Spirit on there. They got all kind of backgrounds, and a matter of fact, you don't even know that you're in church. They didn't put, turn the lights down, amen. I don't know about you, but I came out of the darkness and into the marvelous light. And I don't want to be sitting in the dark, amen. I don't need to have a fog machine rolling all up, amen, onto uh, the pulpit and, and all of that. We have become too easily caught up with the world, amen. Don't you let anybody fool you that you got to do all of this stuff in order to know about God's word. What we have to do is to get real, amen. And we got to tell it like it is, amen, and to let the world know that without God in your life and without God's word, God's word can help you, God's word can change you, God's word can make a difference in your life. Is there anybody here this morning that believes that God's word can make a difference in your life? Amen. I want to look at verse 4 of the text. Listen to what it says about them. They run from wise counsel. Verse 4 of the text, amen. And, and it says this. In verse 4, that they will turn their ears, amen, away from the truth and turn aside to myths, amen. Paul's talking about they turn to the things that look good and sound good, myths, fables, amen. They cling to those types of things. A fable is nothing but fiction, amen. It sounds good, has a little happy ending, make you smile, amen. But you know what, church? Sometimes you just need to hear the truth. You got to tell it like it is. Amen. And the reality is that the truth hurts sometimes. Amen. Truth will crush your ego. Amen. The truth. The truth will make you reevaluate your life. Amen. 
You see, folks who are caught up in religion and don't have a relationship will refuse the word. They're going to relish in what's wrong and they're going to run from wise counsel. But my brothers and my sisters, God is looking for people who are willing to develop and maintain a meaningful and productive and a fruitful relationship with him. God wants to see somebody who's real, amen. God wants to see you and have an inside of you the kind of heart that you want to hold on to God's word, that you want to live out God's word, that you want to breathe God's word, that you want to share God's word, amen. And church, if it is your desire to have a relationship instead of religion, Paul says that there are a few things that you're going to need to do. Amen, somebody? Because God is going to require of us to put some things into action. Amen? Look at verse 5 of the text. Listen to what he says you're going to have to do. He says, but you, that's us, keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Amen? Amen? Paul says, listen, be watchful in all things. He's talking about being observant of what's going on around you. Yeah. To be attentive to the things that are happening around you in your life. He said, be attentive and look out in all things. Amen? And this time that we're living in right now, don't you close your eyes on what's going on around you. Amen? Paul's saying, listen, watch the company that you keep. Watch the things that you say. Watch the places that you go. Watch the example that you are setting for yourself. Amen? Paul said that whatever things are true, y'all remember what he said? Whatever things are noble, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, he said that if there is any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Amen? Amen? Paul said that you have to endure, church. Amen? That means that you got to endure the hard times. It means that you have to endure the persecution. You have to endure scandal. You have to endure heartache. You have to endure being misunderstood. You have to endure the suffering and affliction. Amen? And why is that? Because we are going through something that we can't handle by ourselves. But how many of you know that when you turn it over to the Lord, that God is able. Has the Lord ever helped you in a situation? Amen. Paul said, do the work of an evangelist. Amen. And work means to toil. It means to get active in the church. It means witnessing to those who are unsaved. Church, we're coming down the stretch in this life. Amen. And now is the time, if you've never witnessed to somebody before, now is the time for you to make sure that you witness, amen? I know that you got a brother or a sister or a cousin or a friend or somebody or acquaintance, amen? Somebody needs to hear the word of the Lord, amen? Paul said to fulfill your, your ministry, amen? He's talking about for us to carry out exactly what the Lord has told us to do, amen? Why? Because God has called you into a new level in him, amen? We're in a new place when we turn it over to the Lord. There's a new level inside of us. There ought to be a new level of life. There ought to be a new level in us of service. There ought to be a new level in us of giving, a new level of prayer, a new level of praise, a new level of worship, a new level of stewardship, a new level of commitment, a new level of holiness, a new level of relationship. Amen? Amen? Listen, I don't know about you, but I want a relationship 
and not just religion. Amen? Amen? I want to know God for who he is and not just know of him. Amen? And if you're going to have a relationship instead of religion, you got to do what Jesus did. Amen? Because the Bible lets me know that Jesus watched as they turned their backs on him. That Jesus endured as they falsely accused him. He did the work. Amen? And even when he hung on the cross, Jesus fulfilled his ministry, amen, by giving his life so that you and I may have life and have it abundantly, amen. So my question this morning is, is there anybody who want a relationship with him? And if you really want a relationship with him, if you really want to turn it over to him, is anybody thankful that the Lord wants a relationship with you? Then we ought to thank God this morning. And we ought to give God praise this morning and thank God for everything that he has done in your life. I can have a relationship because of what Jesus Christ did for me. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise in the house of the Lord. Stand with me this morning, church. Lord, help us to tell it like it is. Amen. Here's my prayer. That as we leave here today, that the Lord has inspired you in your heart. The next time somebody confronts you about God's word, that you tell them like it is. But you got to know him in order to tell somebody truly who he is. My prayer today, if there's someone here who has never received nor accepted Jesus as a personal Savior, and the Lord is speaking just to you, to submit and surrender your heart and your life over to Jesus. For those who are watching by live stream, amen, the Lord is speaking in these last days in which we live. And now is the time to give your heart, to give your life, to surrender all to him. If there's someone here today, the Lord is speaking just to you, amen. We invite and encourage you as the deacons go down the arms with the arms wide open to come and unite with us. Maybe you live in this community and you don't have a church home. and The Lord is speaking to your heart to come and unite in fellowship at Second Baptist. We would love to have you, amen. Just come as you are. And likewise, for those on live stream, amen, just reach out to us that the Lord is speaking to you about uniting in fellowship here at the church. Maybe there's somebody who's been out of fellowship for a while. You're a believer, but... Uh, has kind of slip slided and lost your way. Listen, you can come back unto the Lord. He'll receive you just as you are. Amen. Is there one here today? Just come today. Just as you are. God will receive and accept you for who you are. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. You may be seated as our deacons and deaconess prepare themselves for our period of Holy Communion. Turning back, church. No turning back.
upon the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples went to Jesus and they said unto him, Master, where shall thou we prepare to eat the Passover? Jesus said unto them to go into the city to such a man and to say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will eat the Passover at thy house along with thy disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. When the evening had come, Jesus sat down with the twelve, and he said unto them, As often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you do proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of this bread and drink of this cup. We'll be led in prayer of thanksgiving for the bread and the wine by Deacon Brisbane. Father God, once again, we come before you, giving you all praise and honor. We thank you not only for allowing us to see this day, but moreover for your son, Jesus, who through him and through his teachings have taught us how to live amongst each other. Father, we are, we're not perfect, we're far from it but we are a work in progress. So we ask for your continued blessings as we continue to live with each other. As we turn us, our minds and hearts to <clears throat> this communion hour, we ask that you would <clears throat> watch over us and allow our minds and hearts to be focused solely on you. Yes, For without you, we could do nothing else. So Father, <clears throat> we ask again that you would continue to stay with us and guide us, protect us, and stand by us. These and other blessings we ask in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Has everyone been served? Is there anyone who has not received the communion elements? Jesus was betrayed he took bread and he break it and he gave it unto them saying take heed this is my body that was broken for you this do in remembrance of me let us eat together
likewise, he took the cup and he blessed it. And he gave it unto them, saying, Take, drink, this is my blood that was shed for many for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. Let us drink together. And when they sung a hymn, they went out and up into the Mount of Olives. Please stand with me as we close in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for what our eyes have seen, what our ears have heard. Lord, we thank you for the prayers that have been prayed, God, for the songs that have been sung. And Lord, we thank you for your word, Lord God. Help us, Father God, to focus on having a relationship with you and not just on religion and the rituals, Father God. We ask a special blessing be upon all those who are able to join us this day in person, as well as those who are watching by live stream as well. And so we ask, God, that you would continue to be with us, that you would bless us and keep us, Lord God. We pray, God, for those who are sick and shut in right now, that we would ask, God, that you would just bless them and keep them as well. And so, God, we just want to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Church, what a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. smile upon you. Amen. Thank God for a brand new day. Church, when you leave, just tell it like it is. Amen. Amen. God bless you.